0: The distant star of Beta Hydri was barely visible, only an occasional flicker of light penetrated the depths of space this far out on the very edge of the star system. It was just another pinprick of light, lost among the other millions of stars that illuminated this spiral arm of the galaxy. Deep in interstellar space, the solar wind, that exotic mixture of charged particles emanated by the star, was pitifully weak. Apart from a few particles, the sole remnants of the mighty dust cloud that millennia before had formed this system, nothing stirred. Suddenly, as if a breath of wind had picked up, those specks of dust went spinning away, as the high-energy particles of a forming wormhole began to leak into space from that higher dimension where distance and time had little meaning. Where once had been quiet and solitude, a swirling maelstrom of energy and matter now started to form. Tiny at first, but growing rapidly, until it was a gaping void large enough for the massive starship to easily slip through. With its large forward particle cannons, heavy rail guns, pulse cannons, missile batteries, and heavy armor, nobody would mistake the warship for anything else. The Sunfire was the newest and most powerful heavy cruiser in the short history of the Confederation Navy. It only existed because the hull had already been completed before the collapse of the once great Empire, and scrapping the whole project would be more expensive than that of finishing the ship. The door to the bridge slid quietly open once the ship had completed the transition into normal space. Dressed in the immaculate white uniform of the Imperial Navy, Commander Jonathan Radek observed the scene before him with distant gray eyes, watching the officers diligently going about their duties and monitoring the consoles with quiet professionalism. It had been many years since he had last stepped foot onto the bridge of such a warship. It once again brought home the stark differences between him and the crew. For, in sharp contrast to John in the white of the Imperial Navy, the crew was dressed in the dark black and red uniforms of the new Confederation Navy. The Imperial Navy had been disbanded some years earlier, the first official act of the newly formed Confederation Senate. And why would they not have? The mighty empire that had lasted over five generations had been brought to its knees by the actions of one rogue Imperial fleet officer. The newly formed Senate had no intention of letting history repeat itself, so, had ordered, the fleet disbanded, and in its place, the new Confederation Navy was formed. Looking at these young men and women attending to their stations, the first generation of Confederation officers, John had his own doubts. However, what the crew lacked in experience, they made up for in spirit having worked with them for almost six months, having talked with them, eaten with them, and fought with them, John did not doubt their courage. Attention on bridge, one of the junior officers called out, having finally noticed his presence. The rest of the crew immediately turned to face him, straightening their posture, awaiting his orders. John's position within the chain of command on the ship was vague, Not being part of the Confederation Navy, he held no rank and was officially attached to the Sunfire only as an observer. Nevertheless, for the young men and women on board, the vast majority of whom had only recently graduated from the Naval Academy, they looked upon the commander with something akin to awe and worship. The commander's reputation preceded him the youngest commander ever in the history of the Imperial Navy, and one of only a handful to have been awarded the prestigious Aurelius Star Cluster. Not to mention his previous role as commander of the Praetorian Guard, personal aid to the Emperor and his only daughter, Sophia Aurelius. John tore himself away from that trail of thought, as the pain of recently parting with Sophia was still deeply upsetting. That is John responded, observing as the crew once again turned back to their consoles. From his position, John could easily observe they had not relaxed completely, knowing the gaze of the infamous Commander Radek still lingered on them. What's our position? John directed the question at Captain Stephen Ferguson, the commanding officer of the Sunfire.